Live from the Morongo Casino Studios, it's the Heidi and Frank Show on 95.5, KLOS, and KLOS HD1. Show. Look at the laugh this weekend. Go to improv.com. Very improv. Carlos Mencia is going to be there this weekend from the 1st to the 3rd. Let's get him in here. Carlos, it's been a while since he's been on the show. I know. Like he's wearing a mask and everything. What a, what a hell of a oh, guy. Oh, what a pro. You can take that thing off. Thank you. Heidi can put hers back on. Please, I want to get her pregnant. There's <laughs> <laughs> Heidi, though. Look. Hey, there you are. She's at her Hi, home studio in La Quinta, California. Oh, is that how it works? Yeah, so you might want to put on your headphones so you can hear oh, her. Oh, yeah, talk. sometimes. Is, is Dinosaur having a having Yes, an I do not leave. Is that what it is? Is that what's going on? <laughs> so you have to show you have to show loyalty now to your LGBTQ, LMNOPY, or whatever. whatever There's a lot of letters. I, I can't get to a lot di- of letters. Isn't that Dinosaur golf tournament like the lesbian spring break or something down there? Heidi? Oh, yes. For oh, it's sure. been for a very long time, bro. Oh, yes. All right. Yeah. Before I even knew, like, I didn't know what lesbians were, but my dad was into <laughs> golf. But it was one of those things where it was like, they're very different here. <laughs> These women, como se dice, mijo, tomboys. I was like, it's so old school. Tomboys. It was so old school. Tomboys. tomboys Dude, yeah. I, fu- I found out that my dad is a freak. Yeah? It's a good t- I don't know how I feel about that. Because, uh, so, God, how do you, I tell you the story? You recently found out your dad's into, into this freaky stuff. Well, here's what happened. I uh, I have a buddy who's, uh, his name is Dr. Ramon Vasquez. I'm throwing it out there, West Palm Beach, Florida. He's a crazy, you know, his lifestyle is crazy. So he invited me to a 30 on 10, girl girl 30, guy 10, orgy. Oh, wow. Wow, oh, okay. So yeah. I'm like, I got to do this. Uh, he goes, there's a payment to get in. I go, okay. So when I get there, it's not a money payment. There's there's a bowl of e-pills and i'm like okay i've never done that stuff i've done molly but i've never done that and nobody told me that it takes an hour to kick in right nobody Mm. told me this was it e-pills being what the erectile dysfunction pills no ecstasy oh ecstasy i think like no no oh those are d pills i've never never needed those d pills bro never needed the d pills okay I'm one okay. of those guys that can do drugs, can do whatever, and, and I'm st- I've still been okay, right? With a 30-chick orgy, I'm thinking I might need a D-pill. I don't know, but th- go ahead. Well, no, no, no. <laughs> so before any of that, I got to do an ecstasy pill. And I was like, but I don't want to do that. And they're like, look, you gotta, we got to know you're not law. And I'm like, dude, I'm all over YouTube. Really? <laughs> okay, you're not. I'm Carlos like, Mencia. I'm not That law. would be the greatest, like the greatest <laughs> undercover of all time. Right? Like Carlos Mencia yeah. really been undercover this entire yeah. time. <laughs> when he finally reveals that he's a cop, he's right. like Sherlock Holmes. Right. He's got a British accent. He's like, exactly. What the hell? All of a sudden, it's like, oh. Instead, he's Sherlock the, Holmes. Right? Yeah, I'm Sherlock Holmes. <laughs> 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 so nobody tells me with 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 uh, Molly it takes about 5 minutes before you start feeling tingly. Yeah. Okay? So okay. I'm like, okay. So I take this thing and nothing's happening and everybody's downstairs and I'm waiting for it to kick in and nothing's happening. So about an hour later I take another oh, one thinking yeah. it doesn't Carlos, work. Carlos. I didn't know. So immediately oh. for about 5 minutes I was just ready to go dude like my whole body was like let's go downstairs we're gonna do everybody (laughs) and then dude my penis just went no no went to a corner and i was like not now bro it was for three hours me trying oh it was just it just imagine i'm on all this stuff 
I'm <laughs> I'm anxious. I'm freaking out. And you're I'm over there in the corner pulling with myself. Taffy. Exactly, dude. Oh, just man. trying to make the rubber band work, bro. Just snapping the rubber band. And <laughs> but besides nothing. that, Carlos, like the fact that that didn't work, obviously, that's horrible. But did you feel really like good? Yeah, there was a part of me that was like, I love everybody here. Yeah. And then it was like, yeah. And then it was like, just lay down with somebody. And, <laughs> but, then it, but then it was like, I'm not ready for this. Like, that part of me was... So you went to an orgy and snuggled. <laughs> well, for about three hours. The orgy lasted for a long time. So about three hours later or so, I don't know, I'm actually feeling... Really good, really happy, really normal. My body is functioning again. Okay. Right? My penis doesn't look like uh, one of those characters at the end of Mortal Kombat. Just finish him. That's what he <laughs> was looking at. It like, fatality now? No. So, so my pupils are dilated. I have no peripheral vision. The lights are blinding. I look over and I look at this girl. She looks at me. She leans her breasts in toward me. I'm like, I'm I'm. This is it. I start walking toward her, and in this weird state of mind, I realized that I didn't have my hands open like you normally do for a breast. Yeah. I had my hands looking like a little Lego, like a Lego hand, you oh, know, like, like Lego. Le- like, like <laughs> yeah, so I got the little Lego hand, and in my head, for some reason, all of a sudden, I'm, I'm singing out loud, everything is awesome, while I'm walking toward this girl. <laughs> Unbeknownst to me, a dude on the right side of the room was walking toward the left side of the room in an X, and I'm walking toward the other side of the room with an X. I don't see this dude. I literally got C-blocked. Literally. I got, in my hand, another man. Oh, no. I don't know what to do, bro. I've never been in this situation before. I swear to God, I looked around like, what's the etiquette? And everybody's busy. So I shook his penis, dude. That's the only thing I know how to do. That's the only thing I know how to do. So I I can't, no, I didn't go, no, I didn't Uh, do the shake weight. That I did not do. I did not shake weight it. I went up and down like this. And then I went, wait, wait, wait. I let it go and I held it the other way so it would look like, so it looked proper. Well, that's kind of weighty. Exactly. So I shook it. The weird part is he's shaking his pelvis up and down oh, as well yeah. in, the, in the shake it way. So I'm like, how's it going? My name is Carlos. And he's hey, what's going on? My name is Antonio. <laughs> like nothing happened. Oh, my Lord. So two things went down right there. One of them is when I told my father the story, I paused right yeah. at the place where I grabbed the man. And my dad goes, why are you stopping? I go, because, Dad, when I was a kid, you made a lot of homophobic references. I remember you telling me that as long as I'm not gay, right? Yeah. You're, you could be anything. You could be that. anything in the yeah. world. Right. But that was you. And he goes, yeah, but I got older. I got over it. I go, I know, but, you know, I got another man in my hand. And I sort of got my dad goes, mijo, continue. You know, things happen. And I'm like, wait, 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 what? <laughs> wow. What do you mean things happen? Like, what have you done that this isn't freaking you He's out, like, I know Antonio. <laughs> and I'm Antonio, like, Antonio, right? Yeah. I'm like, mom, mom, I need to know right now. So so that's half of the story. The other half is I, I let go of Antonio, and I look at him in the face, and I go, are we gay? Not that I care. Yeah, right. Whatever. He goes, no, we're Latinos. We're fine. And he walked away. <laughs> exactly. I have no idea what that means. 
So now <laughs> I go home. I tell my dad the story. Right. I get to that part. I figure that out. I go, Dad, I don't understand what he meant by that. And my dad goes, oh, you, you forget. I forget, too. You were, you were born in Honduras. You don't re remember that. In Honduras, in Mexico, in South America, in where we come from, gay is not defined the way it is here. It's different. And I said, I don't understand what you're saying, Dad. He goes, okay, are you going to be here on Saturday? I go, yeah, for the quinceanera. It was a baptism. I said, yeah. So he goes, come up to me during the baptism. So Saturday comes up. I walked up to him. I go, Dad, I, I really need to figure this thing out. It's in my head. My dad goes, okay, watch your Uncle Carlos. When he gets drunk, come up to him. I watch my Uncle Carlos. He's 86 years old at the time. Uh, he has three shots of tequila and three beers. He's hammered. He's good to go. I walk up to my dad. I go, Dad, it's time. Let's figure this out. He goes, go ask your go ask your uncle if he's gay. He's going to get mad. He's going to yell out something stupid. When he comes down, don't be funny. Don't try to like be a comedian. Just look at him calmly and say this. But what about that one time in Tijuana when you had a couple of beers with that one guy at Adelitas? And then you're going to understand. So I said, okay. Oh so, God. of course, I want to start stuff. So I woke up to my uncle, and I'm like, hey, my dad said you're gay. Like, and he just erupts. <laughs> he grabs the mic. I am a man. I am an 86-year-old man. And then in Spanish, he's like, yo soy hombre de los hombres de hombre. And I'm looking at him like, dude, you should not have grabbed the mic. So I looked at him, and I go, but what about that one time in Tijuana when you had a couple of beers with that one Mexican guy at Adelitas? And he screams into the mic, no, no, no. I did him. He didn't do me. And I was like, oh, my God. Oh my. And he didn't say that. He said, I effed him. He didn't eff me. Like, like straight up. Like, in the mic at a, at a baptism. Oh, in the mic. Proud. At a baptism. Proud at a baptism. Like, I effed him. He no effed me. And, every, and everybody clapped. And everybody clapped. And, uh, and then half all, all the kids, of course, were like, what the hell just happened? <laughs> And everybody's freaking out, and I'm like, I had a penis in my hand the other day, people. This is, this is why. This is our family. Pass the mic around. Oh my god. Yeah, dude, that yeah. that happened, bro. That happened. Oh my lord. And well, there's this one time at El Torito. I, <laughs> I, uh, why you gotta be at El Torito, you racist? No, you said it's all Latino, so I was like, hey, if I'm a oh, yeah, 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 white guy, I'm in El Torito being gay. Yeah, because God, God forbid, we go to some place that has sushi. God forbid. <laughs> Forbid the Mencias go have some sushi at Midori. All you can eat. Let's go to Casa Vega for We gotta end up there, mijo. It's about family. And you have a huge family, so I'm sure everybody was there. Everybody was there, dude, and all the kids freaked out. Because they just didn't understand. And you know, my family's not homophobic anymore. Because, right. you know, it's like when my first my family first got here, they were a little racist and they were a little homophobic. But when you have, you know, 18 siblings, bunch of nephews and nieces, all these cousins, you're going to get a lot of that in your family, and yes. that changes you. Right. You know, yeah. see what I'm saying? Yes, like, at first, you're like, I don't want any gay people. And then, you know, you got all of a sudden three nephews that are a little fruity, according mm -hmm. to my father. Well, you know what I mean? According to your kids, dad. Yeah. I mean, every Catholic yeah. family that I knew growing up it had, like, you know, maybe nine kids. Oh, yeah. one of them was always gay. Of course. You're going to get the 10%. One out of 10 is gay. So yeah. there's probably two in your family. <laughs> Uh, in my brothers. immediate family that I know of, only none, just kids. Like, of the 18 oh, of us, none are lesbians. Uh, okay. I got a six sister that might be asexual. Oh, okay. Oh. So I don't know if she, you know what I mean? Because she rarely has sex. 
and it which like really bothers me. Like it bothers me <laughs> to the point where he doesn't have sex. Well, I try to pimp her out. Like that's not normal. That's just not normal, dude. <laughs> it's not normal to not want to get laid. Have you tried so, to hook her up with women as well, or just? just I haven't met? asked her anything about that because she stays here every once in a while. Well, maybe so, after yeah. Uncle Carlos had his admission, maybe she'll come out. I have no idea. <laughs> she, she never got the mic that night, huh? Dude, Damn. I'm telling stories on stage now. I I don't know what happened to me. I think you know I found myself at some point because. Uh, I'm telling well, the story. You found that... Antonio. <laughs> oh, yeah. Maybe he was the secret, dude. Well, this what happened with Antonio just happened recently. Well, but in 1996, I don't know if I could tell the story the way it happened, but y- you guys know uh, the Hedgehog. Everybody knows that guy, right? The pimp, the you know Ron Jeremy. Ron Jeremy. Okay, yes, yes. that's what they called him. Okay. So in '96, he introduced me to a trans, and mm-hmm. he never told me. Okay. So I tell the story about hooking up with a trans. That is, but I can't tell it here because it's way yeah. too racy. Yeah. But it's an awesome story. <laughs> it's an awesome story because I didn't. I I got mad, but I got mad for a different reason than she thought. I know why. She, why did you? Th- why do you think I got mad? Because she was bigger than you. No, she was already. <laughs> it was already. Oh, okay. Don't I didn't, stop. I didn't know if you didn't. Oh no 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 no. Okay. That would have been like, hey, you could have told me this. Bro. <laughs> <laughs> gotten mad you know what i mean on that one i would have been like really you're just gonna you're just gonna throw that surprise on me bro like really you know what i mean like no are no. you gonna tell this story at uh, the bray improv this weekend so we can like tease it for people like, yes go, for sure i'll tell out to oh, good. The full story. <laughs> for sure i'll tell the story the, the, like i'll hint at the story it's basically when you and don't try to shame me about this stuff because my friends already tried to shame me there's hey, no bro, shame. You were with a you were with a girl that used to be a guy. And my dad, thank God. See, this is how I know my dad is not homophobic anymore. That we were at a barbecue and my friend tried to like make fun of me and goes, Hey, Mr. Mencia, your son was with a was with a chick that used to be a guy. And my dad goes, And your father had a Toyota with a Nissan engine. So shut your pile. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> But it's hysterical, Dad. And then everybody started, yeah. And he put the door from the 280Z on the like, what? 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 All of a sudden, all these things are coming out. Remember when he moved the bed and he was holding the mattress? I'm like, what is happening here? But when you when you convert uh, a, a penis into a vag, two things are clinically different. Okay. Number one, there's no mucous membrane, okay. right? So there's no moisture. Okay. And number two, they don't have that muscle that women have. I don't know what the name of the muscle Kegel. is. But is it a, called a Kegel uh, muscle or is it called Kegel exercises? I think it's a uh, Kegel muscle. Or is yeah, it Kegel muscle? Because sure. I know it's Kegel exercises. I don't know mm-hmm. what, but it, that muscle. Okay, The yeah, one okay. that chicks who grew where up we on can, a farm. Where we can clench on. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The ones where you're like, I'm almost there. And they're just like, and they, oh, yeah. <laughs> Those, oh, those, I was just in Dairyland. Oh, they know how to use that thing. So I'm not getting my normal reaction, and I'm trying to figure out, like, how do I say something? Because I've, I'd already at that point in my life, you know, told a woman who's overweight, hey, when's your baby due? Like, uh, I'd already put my foot in my mouth enough. You don't want to do it right. again. That I didn't want to be like, what's wrong with your vag? And have her be like, I had cancer and now I have endometriosis. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, you don't want that. You don't want that. <laughs> so I'm like, how do I do this? How do I do this? What do I do? So I, I, I started, like, doing a little choky thing, and she coughed. Yeah. 
and there was no muscle movement. So now I'm like, okay, this is a medical issue. I can bring this up. So now I'm like, hey, there's something going on because you, and there was no, mm, so what's, what's happening wow, here? Wow, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, because I'm trying to figure yeah. it out. So I'm like a doctor. Yeah, yeah I'm like a doctor. Now yeah. I'm like a doctor. I got, the, I got the two fingers, and I'm like, cough, and I'm like, nothing. I'm feeling nothing over here. And she turns utterly white and says, starts crying. And I realized, like, oh, my God, there's something going on here. And she's like, he was supposed to tell you. I can't believe he didn't tell you. And now I'm like, tell me what? What What? 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 what am I missing here? You know what I mean? Uh -huh. And she goes, I used to be a man. And I just went, are you effing kidding me? And she goes, oh, my God, you're angry. And I can't tell you the rest of the story on the air. I wish I could. <laughs> oh, it's, oh, damn I'm, it. I'm not trying to. I'm not trying. I'll tell you guys off the right, air. As right, soon right. as we're done, I'll tell you exactly what happened. I just can't say it because it, I can't clean it up the way it needs to be cleaned up for radio. Right. All I'm telling you is that when you... This is this is how unbelievably cool that story is. I told that story in Hoover, Alabama, probably the most conservative city I perform in. And when I started the story about how I was with the trans, they were like, oh, my God. When I got to the end, they were like, good for you. Good for you, Carlos. You know what? We respect that about you. So that's how wow. the story ends. Oh. I, I wish I could tell you. I wish I could tell well, you. Get your yeah. tickets, improv.com, because yeah. uh, Carlos <laughs> Mencia is going to be at the Bray Improv this weekend, July 1st through the 3rd, so you can finish that story live for people. Yeah. So they experience mm. what people in Hoover, Alabama felt. Well, those things, it, it's everywhere. It's so weird that this story gets such a... Everywhere. Yeah, it gets a weird... It, it get, the reaction is, good for you, F what people think, you be you. Like, that's kind of the, the feeling Great. of the story. But it's just weird because I just never, you know, it's happened in 96. I, and I was crazy back then. I just can't believe that I wasn't uh, I wasn't okay with, you know, talking about this stuff. When did you, when did you actually leave home? I mean, you know, you're, you're like the 17th oh, God, and 18th 18. kids. So at 18 years old, you were out on oh, your hell own. Hell yeah. Oh, my God, yes. But, but growing up with that many people in the home. Right. And now you have your own home. It's a nice size. It can, it can accommodate a lot of people. Right. Do you like having people at your house, or it's like you'd rather be alone in your mansion by yourself? No, I, I think I want to be alone until I'm alone. Yeah, yeah. And then, then it's you're alone just, with your thoughts, and you're like, yeah, I need distraction. Creepy, eerie. But how? Silence. But how weird is that? That like how you grew up, and how you're you have two boys. Yeah. And how your two boys have grown up, like how different their life is than your life was. You know what's? It, it's so like okay. So I'm gonna be honest. So. You know, I talk about this on stage. The majority of people that come to see me perform are like me, right? We were poor or not had, didn't have a lot of money, asked for our parents for something. They said they couldn't afford it. Two things happened. We said, I'm not going to feel my parents' pain, and my kids will never know what that's like. So we worked really hard to get our kids mm -hmm. all the stuff that we thought made us unhappy so that they would be happy. And right. yet we have raised the... Saddest generation, most depressed generation, most yeah. addicted generation, wow. more suicider generation, more anxiety generation. So during COVID, my son goes to Campbell Hall High School. Campbell Hall High School is in Studio City, right mm -hmm. off of Laurel Canyon, ninth grade, $42,000 for the ninth grade. Damn. Oh, my during, God. During COVID. What? During COVID, I'm trying to, I'm trying to figure out how to pay for this because I'm not making any money. Right. For like three years. I'm. This is a long time for me. 
I'm trying to figure out how to come up with 40 grand so my kid can keep going to a school, hanging out with his friends, getting a good education. Oh, my uh, God. About a month and a half ago-ish, I'm taking my son to school. He has a weird look on his face. I look back, concerned, and go, bro, what's wrong with you, Lucas? He looks at me and he goes, dad. I have anxiety. And I just snapped. I pulled over. I'm like, you have anxiety? You have anxiety? Because I got to go do jokes right now in Appleton, Wisconsin. Appleton, Wisconsin. At a Ramada Inn. I'm for you. And you have? What, do you got a quiz? Is that what you got? Maybe daddy can help you with a goddamn quiz. Kenny, Kenny, can I get you another tutor? Because on top of all the money we pay, there was a chick in my house who was a tutor. So why don't you tell me what do you have anxiety about that? And, and he looks at me and he goes, I'm just, I was just going to miss you this weekend. And I'm like, oh, my God. Good, because I might not make it back. And I'm just, oh, my God, Carlos. Oh I don't be alone Lord. this weekend, Dad. But, but here's, here's what I have over my kids. I have a, I have a dad who still lives in Honduras. And they have, every time we get together amongst family, stories, right? They have all the stories that all my brothers and sisters and me have told about how when we were bad in school or we did whatever, <laughs> excuse me, they sent us to Honduras and how, you know, like how just jarring it is to go from here to there. And this mm -hmm. was back then. Now it's got to be even different. Right. So my kids are bad up until a certain point. And then when I start going, you know, I don't know what we're going to do this. I, I think we got to give them a perspective. Uh, my oldest son waits for a couple of weeks, for a couple of days just to make sure it's not reactive because he's really smart. And then I'll be like, Dad, I think we should go feed the homeless. And I'm like, oh, you heard me. You heard me talking to your mom about sending you to Honduras. Okay. All right. Good for you. <laughs> so then I'll take them. You know what I mean? I'll take them to go do it. But, yeah, but have, having a huge family. It just changes everything. Like, I don't yeah. see the world the way most people see the world. I don't see America the way most people see America. I don't see, you know, the, the, the I, don't, I don't see any of it. I don't see, like, this Roe versus Wade thing. I think it's a good thing because I think that now we have an opportunity to pass a law that's going to affect every single person. And we all pretty much know the vast majority of people in this country believe in abortion up until the first trimester after that and it gets weird you just pass a law that says that and then you don't have to deal with all this other stuff and that's it right you know everybody just i, I don't know what it is man i'm going around the country and malls are packed the airports are full people are spending money and yet everybody talks like they live in honduras every <laughs> it's seriously every america is broken and america i'm like first of all You'll know America's broken when Puerto Ricans actually live in Puerto Rico. Like, that'll be a sign. <laughs> right? Like, that'll be a sign that America's broken, you know what I mean? <laughs> when they're actually, like, living there. Like, like you'll know America's broken when we don't have a border problem. You know what I mean? Right. When people in when Nicaragua. When no one wants to come here. Yeah, yeah, when Nicaraguans are like, let's go to America. No, it's better to stay. It's way better yeah. to stay. Like, we... <laughs> We're the fattest country in the world. Yes, yeah. Yes, yeah. Like, think about this. We have fat, poor people. That's literally mathematically impossible. <laughs> we literally pull out the impossible. We, we, we 
want the American dream. We work really hard. We buy a house. We put stuff in the house. But then we get a few years later a raise. So then we want nicer stuff in that house. So we get rid of the old stuff. But we can't get rid of the old stuff because it's stuff that I really need. And it's my stuff. So you get a public storage to take care of your stuff because I'm not getting rid of that stuff. Then you forget about that stuff. And a year later, you turn on TV and you're like, hey, somebody's selling my stuff on TV. What is that all about? We literally forget how good we have it right. because everybody's telling us, complain about this, bitch about that. Look at if you live in Simi Valley, you're doing fine. Shut your pie hole. I don't want to hear about how bad your life is. There's no hoods over there, okay? Yeah. When you have to drive over 20 minutes to get your crack or coke, you're, you're, be, be happy. Be happy is what I'm saying. I don't, I don't understand it. I don't understand the world anymore. I don't understand. Jews don't get along with Middle Eastern people. I live in Encino. They get along great where I live. <laughs> they talk to each other. They tell each other what phones to buy. I see it every Friday when they walk down the hills and they get together. And oh, they eat the same food at the same hummus. Yes, hummus. Oh, no, 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 no. I don't understand the problems here. I, I, in America, we go camping. Think, think about that. We. We literally have it so good that once a year we pretend we're homeless for a weekend. Like, <laughs> yeah. Johnny just did that. Like, how? And he had a 12 person tent. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah, yeah. yeah, you know what? Next time you go invite an illegal immigrant and then, yeah. like, hey, Julio, we're going camping. What? He's camping. Oh, it's amazing. It's when you get away from the mundacity of this world no cars, no traffic, no HOV lay, no toll roads, no house, no cable, no electricity, no Wi Fi, no download. No speed, no water bill, no inner. What about that, Julio? Would you like that? Well, I believe that my family has been camping for thousands of years. <laughs> and this is why we die in the back of a truck. We never camp oh, again. Oh, I know. That story it's is horrible. True, but I it's know. true. Yeah. They want to come here so badly. Listen, that, that, is the, that is the disconnect between Americans and how people somewhere else see America. Mm. We, right, people that were born in other countries love this country so much that we are literally willing to get in the back of a truck at one o'clock in the afternoon when it's a hundred and something degrees knowing that we might die because that's how amazing America is. That's how awesome this country is. And yet people here just complain incessantly uh, you don't get it. Let me tell you one. We had a black president and then an orange one. What is your excuse? <laughs> what is your excuse? Before that, we had a president that was a dumbass. And before that, we literally had a vice president who couldn't spell the word potato. That's literally true. Go check Dan Quayle. He actually went to a school, said, spell potato kid. An eight-year-old kid went up and spelled potato. And then he literally went up and said, didn't you forget the E? And watch it. You can literally hear the undocumented kids in the back going, that's not how you spell it. You can literally hear that in the background. And, and I need you to understand something. As much as I love America, I want you to understand that America as a Latino doesn't show me the respect you know, mm -hmm. that, that I deserve. Where, where, where's our superhero? I'm still waiting for the superhero movie that's going to make little Latin kids run around like they have superpowers. And by the way, if you saw the, the, the recent Doctor Strange and the multiverse, don't tell me there was a little Mexican girl there. She didn't really have any powers, and her power was, and I quote, to walk from dimension to dimension without getting caught. So let me get this straight. <laughs> oh, a no. Mexican knows how to cross borders. Is that what just happened? <laughs> Literally.
Really? Is that what just happened? Is there a movie about a Mexican called Valet coming out? There is. Oh, my God. This, 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 listen, I, I, I'm just, I went, I saw little girls running around after they saw, you know, they saw Wonder Woman. I saw Asian kids running around after they saw Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. I, I went to see uh, Black Panther with my best friend, one of my best friends. He's from uh, Liberia, but he grew up in Texas. And when we saw that movie, it was before, like, you could see the movie. So it was all just real hardcore fans of the series. And uh, when the space in the beginning goes through and you could see Wakanda, I look over to my friend who grew up with a Texas accent, but he went like this. That is my people. And I was like, dude, no, you don't talk like that. That is not your people. You are from Westlaco, Texas, dude. Stop it. But he was so excited that yeah, I was, was represented. Like a, yeah, like the, yeah. the Black Panther. Okay, what about the Brown Coyote? That could be a good superhero for us. He doesn't need superpowers. He just grants citizenship. Like, that's his power. Like, he sees sad Latinos and is like, what is the problem? They're going to deport me. No. Look in your pocket. It's a birth certificate. I think the closest he got was the three amigos with, uh, with Chevy Chase and Martin Short and Steve Martin. That's, That's as close as you got to your, your, your heroes, the three amigos. I, have, yeah. I actually have a pitch for Hollywood, for real. Seriously. Okay. I don't know what we're going to call this guy, and yes, it's stereotypical, but don't come at me with stereotypes. An Asian movie with kung fu and dragons, you can't get more stereotypes than that. So here we go. <laughs> It, whether it's DC or Marvel, recently they come together, they have a big fight, they destroy the city, and then on the next movie, the city remains destroyed. So I'm coming up with it. I don't know what his name is, so we'll just call him what he is right now. El Builder Cleaner. That's his name. <laughs> the Builder Cleaner. That's, the, that's his name. So at the end of the movies, when they destroy everything, instead of the city being destroyed, they wake up the next day and boom, everything is clean and rebuilt. <laughs> and everybody's like, how did you do it? Even Superman and Flash are like, I'm fast, but I couldn't do this overnight. And El Builder Cleaner is like, because I don't use permits. Oh, <laughs> You gotta go see him. He's gonna be at the uh, Bray Improv this weekend, July 1st through the 3rd. For tickets, improv.com at Carlos Mencia on social media. Thank you so much for coming in, buddy. Oh, I miss you guys, man. Oh, I miss you guys. Fun. We gotta take a quick break. We're coming right back. We're having you, Frank.